What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Diego Rojas, who's the co-founder of Financier. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, Matt. Thank you for the invite. It's a pleasure to be here. All good. Awesome to hear. I'm excited to have you on and learn more about what you're working on. And for people that haven't heard of your company, haven't heard of you yet, what are you working on? What are you up to? Well, we're Financier, and we're a platform for Southeast Asia, basically. But in more depth, uh, we're building an open finance platform uh, that enables innovators to build tailored financial services uh, for consumers consumers in emerging markets. So let's like so walk me through. Um, I guess there's two things here, right? There's being able to build a um, you know certain type of products for different types of markets. So can you kind of walk me through like if someone was to try this out, you know, what would they be looking to do? What could they do with your product? Um, just kind of dive a little deeper into the user experience if someone was to build use uh, use it to build. Sure. Uh, in a similar way as, as Plaid in the US, right, or even other open banking platforms in, in developed markets, well, we provide uh, an interface uh, and an API for our clients, other fintech companies, right, to, you know, to allow their clients, their consumers to aggregate their finances and connect their accounts. So, you know, they can be onboarded in a proper way. And what does it mean, actually, uh, what it means for you know consumers in emerging markets is that perhaps they can leverage their information or the digital digital footprint footprint um, you know to on, be onboarded in these platforms and access better credit access you know uh, better products and, and and you know maybe uh, you know in this region there are sixty or seventy percent of unbanked and undersell right so in, we're talking about countries like Indonesia Philippines and Vietnam right so when it comes to to a platform like a financier we're ready to you know work with other digital platforms to you know, gather data, not only from bank accounts, because many don't have bank accounts, right? So we need to really help these consumers to aggregate their finances, aggregate what they're doing in, you know, gig economic platforms, e-commerce, and so on. So yeah, that's what we're doing. But we're empowering innovators to build better financial services for, for these consumers. And like, walk me through a little bit about the origin story here. When did you get started? Why did you get started? What's the origin story? Sure. Um, well, almost a year ago, you know, early days of COVID in 2020, uh, I was jobless. Yeah, to be honest, uh, I co-founded a startup in 2019, but you know, another startup, <laughs> but for a number of, of reasons that didn't work. Uh, and then, yeah, early days of COVID, I came back to Singapore and, and you know, I began to work with my good friend, Ken, now my co-founder, one of my co-founders. 
And I began to help him with uh, DD market studies, particularly in fintech, because I've been in the industry for a while. And, and he was working in VC, right? So yeah, I was helping him with some stuff. But it happened to me that at that time, uh, some people that I worked with in the past here in Southeast Asia, building products for them and, you know, working with the tech teams, um, you know, they reached out to me and they were saying, Diego, can you build something around open banking for the region? Something that really works and something that is affordable and, you know, useful. Um, and, and yeah, and, and we were, you know, all the time working with Ken and doing these things, working on deals or DD. And then, Ken, let's stop talking about what others are doing. Let's do something about this. And then we onboard actually a, a co-founder in Indonesia, Edwin. Um, and we began working in what initially was towards open banking, but as I mentioned earlier, perhaps in emerging markets, maybe open banking is not a thing. So open finance is the answer. So um, we put the MVP together, you know, in, in, in a few weeks, we began to, to make the rounds, you know, for the fundraise. But what was important as well is that we kind of talk to potential customers, partners, and even consumers. So this was an effort in parallel, you know, fundraising was the end goal there. The goal always is to build something that is useful for you know, innovators and the other end of the day for consumers. And as you kind of have got, gone down the, this path, gone down the journey, I'm curious, what, what have been some things you've learned along the way? It could be about fundraising. It could just be about your customers, your market, company building. But what have been some learnings that you've come across as you've been um, building this out? Well, a lot of things, a lot of things. But I think one important fact is that, uh, you know, maybe because of the timing, maybe because of COVID, uh, you know, uh, people is building or innovators are building, you know, fintech products to help people out there. And, 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 you know, and regulators and governments also are more open to hear these days what people has to say, you know, what, what people is building and, you know, to, trying to listen to add those new practices to guidelines. And, and even banks are more open to innovation these days, even in this region, right? So I think in the past, I would say two, three, five years ago, it was very tough to work with regulators, work with banks and, and other financial institutions. But these days, I think they are more open to innovation, and you know, I would say that I'm not that surprised. But you know, sometimes people might think that, wow, it's really hard to work with banks. It's really hard to work with regulators. You know, they are very volatile. Perhaps you know, they might change their mind. You know, no, but but they're open because you know, um, in emerging markets, it's a race to you know accelerate financial inclusion and to you know to you know let people be better off at the end of the day, right? And 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 then they are open to to new ideas, to new approaches. And, and perhaps, you know, open banking is just one of the building blocks of what we're doing. And I think um, the more that we, you know, discuss open finance openly, right, with, with many players in the market, in, in, in the ecosystem, you know, they are listening and, and we collaborate with everyone. And, and, you know, this is something that we might think that, yeah, maybe it's hard to achieve, hard to do, but yeah, this is uh, something that we learned that, you know, by being open and transparent rather than being obscure and, you know, doing things in a silo, you know, alone, uh, you know, it's a better approach and it's, it's working really well. And if you were to kind of take, take, take what you're doing now and zoom out a bit, zoom out five, you know, five years, 10 years, 15 years and look out into the future, what do you, what do you see? Or I guess in other words, what's the big vision here and what direction are you growing in uh, with, with this company? Well, that's a great question. The whole time ask to, you know, employees and, and potential employees, 
what do you see yourself in five years, right? <laughs> and, and for us, um, yeah, we want to be a, an API that accelerates financial inclusion. And of course, that has a lot to do with open banking, that has a lot to do with underwriting, scoring, and you know, a bunch of products and things that we're working on at the moment. But uh, at the end of the day, we just want to be one-stop solution for innovators to build the next generation of financial services. And that, uh, that means, um, you know, services that are tailored and, and adjusted to the means and possibilities of people. So, you know, they don't get into more debt. They don't get into, you know, products that they can afford. They really get products that are adjusted to the, what they can do and afford these days. And at the end of the day, they will be, you know, better off and improving their financial well-being. So, yeah, we want to become, you know, an API that accelerates financial inclusion at the end of the day. And then, you know, in order to make that happen, and I think that's an awesome vision, um, but you're, you're going to need some help, right? It takes a vision to make it to make a startup work. So my question for you is, how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you, are oh, you yeah. raising money? Are you looking for customers? You know, how can we assist? Well, yeah, well, you know, um, we close around uh, last year, we're, you know, taking part of uh, Y Combinator Winter 21, you know, you know, working and talking and working with a bunch of amazing people in the Bay Area and beyond. But, you know, we're always happy to connect with, you know, uh, innovators and, and builders and makers in, in emerging markets. So if you're building, you know, something in fintech or if you want to just brainstorm about things or discuss about regulation, discuss about, you know, trends, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to catch up, jump on a Zoom call and, and you know, to, to, to discuss and brainstorm things because, you know, I've been working in fintech for more than 10 years. I'm really passionate about this. But I'm always eager to learn from, from others and, you know, not only share what, what I know, perhaps, but, you know, always eager to learn. So happy to, to connect and, and brainstorm and, you know, to discuss these trends and things in fintech. So, I'm, you know, I'm at Diego at financial.co or in LinkedIn all the time. And then I used to, to reiterate on the, the last thing you mentioned, you know, if someone wanted to find you, you know, online, what's your URL one more time? Are you on social media? What's your email? Just if someone wanted to connect, just to make yeah. sure they don't miss it. Yeah, my email Diego at financier.co uh, or Diego Rojas in, in, in LinkedIn. Um, I'm also in Twitter um, at Diego Luis R. But uh, yeah, mostly, you know, active in, in, in LinkedIn, I will say. <laughs> cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and best of luck building this out. Thanks a lot, Matt. <laughs>